guys, um, last week we ran out of time. Because we were having so much fun. Well, we didn't really run out of time because we can, you know, we can talk for as long as we fucking want, but yeah. um, you you probably won't listen. We were supposed to be talking at the end of last week's episode, we were going to talk about tattoo styles. So, um, now, I- I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, one of the reasons for doing this is while you're watching this, I am actually moving into my new office. So by the time you see next week's show... This background is probably the last time you're going to see it. So this is it. This is the swan song for Paul's window of doom and gloom for all of you (laughs) that um, hate hate that window. As you can see, it's not Sunday morning. Uh, It is actually Wednesday night for us. Yeah, Wednesday uh, night. Which is why England England isn't normally that gloomy in the morning times. You know, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, but we're we're having a horrible summer this year. Uh, So hopefully what's happening... This week is that I'm moving from this office to my brand new space. Um, and hopefully by the time you've watched this, the next time you'll be watching this, I'll be in my uh, purpose-built office recording editing suite for this show. Because now we've had a million views on the channel and we've got nearly 10,000 subscribers, we thought at least one of us should start taking it fucking seriously. I mean, <laughs> I've been taking it seriously. Look, look. Well, well, that's I've what I was going to say. Orange, I think Chris got... has been taking it much more seriously than I have from the beginning. Uh, but even I've had to turn around and go, this is becoming kind of a thing, so we should maybe uh, put a bit of effort all into nothing, this. All like, innit? If you, if you ain't first, you're last. So I've took, all of, I've took all of the money that I've been paid by the various companies, the millions and millions of pounds that, millions. that we've earned from this <laughs> from this channel. I and, wish. Uh, and I've, I've built a purpose-built... Um, Editing suite. I haven't really. It's just a fucking garage that I had left over in my house that nobody was going to use. So I but, moved into it and banged some eating in it. On the topic of money, if you do want to support us as a channel, we have merch. We've mentioned it a few times now. We do we have merch. We've, we've pulled our fingers out. Well, I haven't. Paul has. He set up an Amazon shop. We're going to be testing what was that with loads of different designs. Go on there, buy something, support us because every little helps. Do us a favour. Buy the one you like, and because that will allow us to... um, Because we've got a bunch of different ideas for designs. I've got some... You know, I I would like to make some T-shirts that are in-jokes between us and you so that you get it, um, we get it, but anybody who doesn't watch the show is like, what the fuck is all that about, you know? Um, Yo, bro! Yeah, I mean, like, that could be a T-shirt, right? So um, That would be fucking hilarious. Oh, I'm, I can, I, we can, t- we can totally do that. I would love to see an army yo, bro, of people, t-shirts. an army of people in America. Yeah, yo, bro, <laughs> yo, bro, what's in the news? So, will um, I will, I'll get that sorted actually because there's a there's a couple of my phrases that have been put onto t-shirts. If you like them, buy them. If you don't like them, don't buy them, and then that will give me an idea of you know what you're yeah. into and what you think. Or if you've got a better idea for a tattoo show t-shirt. Uh, comment down below and if you know if you want to make the artwork and submit it you can we're not giving you any money for it this is about us earning not you <laughs> but you can yeah. suggest it and I'll, I'll make the artwork it costs us fucking fortune yeah. this is the thing like people you know like I, we, we get accused of getting paid and I, we literally get like £100 a month off YouTube and you know three years into making this channel we are in negative figures for how much we've spent on, on doing it <laughs> but but moving on moving on I'm going to have a sip of my tea we do it. We don't do it for that. We do it because we love it, and because you guys are fucking awesome. I was thinking about this while I was just making coffee, and um, and the funny thing for me is because I've just spent the day sitting talking to the camera for a, a, another, 
you know, another project that we're working on. And I, what I realise now is over the last three years, when I'm talking to you like this, the camera has become my window to everybody else. And it genuinely feels like you lot are actually in the room with us, you know. So I, I find myself chatting to you and then and then chatting to you, literally like we stood at yeah. the bar having, you know, having a drink. And I, I'd say I would do it for free. I do do it for free because I, I love this process of doing this and chatting with you lot and hearing your opinions on stuff. And, you know, like I said last week, you, like, you guys give me loads of good bits of advice about mental health and, yeah. you know, and the, hearing the, the fact that some of you were, you know, taking my story and going, like, it's time I got into therapy. And, yeah, therapy's and amazing, that. And I'm, I'm, really, I'm really pleased for you, you know. And, you know, if I can help you, you, you know, you can help me and all that sort of stuff. So we, we can... Connect. We can struggle together, you know, and we can connect. And I feel like we are. I, I really do feel like we're, we're, we're kind of connecting with you on some level, you know. Apart uh, from, like, the couple of fucking... Out there, like doing. <laughs> yeah, but we can all laugh at them, right? You know what I mean? Joking. We can we can I laugh at them people that give us our time. You're right, doing. Derek. I hope you're still around. You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy that comments occasionally called Paul Hassenauer. I think that's how you say his name. Who's been following me on YouTube since 2015 when I started vlogging? And I, oh, I that's and mad. every every time I see his. And he comments on the tattoo show now. Obviously, he doesn't watch the tattoo show very often because he's not a tattooist. Oh, but, we're inclusive. Um, we're for I everyone. Always, I always think it's really nice when he comments and, you know, it's like, oh, we're still around. Yeah. You know, he still still watches the show from time to time. So if you're watching this week, mate, you know, it's good to have you here. Uh, it's good to have all of you. So he started um, so watching you when you had black hair. I had black hair and a black beard. <laughs> yeah, I had black hair, black beard. But in all fairness, um, when he would have started watching me, I didn't really have black hair and black beard. It was nice and easy, 106 and a bit of just for me. You know, I'd already gone pretty grey by then. You know, so I was just re I was just holding holding back the point when I, I had to make that terrible decision to go, oh my God, you know, I'm not sure if I can cope with having grey hair. So the, the pandemic was kind of the trigger I, for I've that. I've been going like, ah, grey for a while, man. Fuck it. I mean, I'm embracing yeah, I mean, the grey. Grey hair is better than yeah, no hair for me, you know, because I'm not, I'm not sure what the sh what shape my head is. I think I'd be one of them people with a really weird shaped head and I'd end up looking like Gollum. <laughs> my precious! <laughs> the precious! I just don't think it'd suit me somehow. <laughs> The Wrexham Tattoo Convention in North Wales is doing its final convention this year. We've got that to go to Wrexham. Like, we should get them. Done, we, we should get on the phone to them, and like we should go and cover that. There's no more them. tattoo That'd conventions. That'd be amazing. Because I'm I'm a supporter of Wrexham FC. Right, I will. Like, so I can go. I can go the. I can go to the um the the shop and buy myself a Wrexham FC t-shirt. We could do you that. Know? We could do that. We, we, we should we'll, definitely go to Wrexham. That would be fucking brilliant. We'll get, touch, we'll, get, we'll get in touch with them. But yeah, I just, I just find it mad that, and I don't know if this is, right, because of the way the regulations are going in Wales and it's going to be too more, too difficult to have conventions, but it's the last one. So there's no tattoo conventions in Wales after the... Con I did predict I this. I don't think... There might be... I did predict I, this. There might be a couple of small ones, I but I think like big ones, I don't think there's going to be any, but you know, it is what it is. On the topic of things that don't last as long as others... Oh, Oh, that Chris, that was seamless, seamless <laughs> transition. It's like that. We should have a seamless transition. transition. I'll put a graphic in there or something like ooh, seamless transition. Ah, oh, fucking ooh. It's actually it's time for last week's last um, week's comment. This last week's, week's topic. comments. This week's conversation, or even last week's conversation. This fucking hell, it's late, man. Yeah. Are we getting delirious here? Part two of last week's. Episode. So this one is off uh, 
Sushink Tattoo. Yeah. Sushink Tattoo. They've commented sorry before. I've, I've seen their comments. Hi, guys. What's happening? It says, isn't most new styles like embroidery, glitter effect, etc. will will fade fast? When I first saw a 26-year-old tattoo, which was done by an older friend, it changed how I look at tattoos. And I thought that was a really interesting comment because obviously, well, I think what they're getting at is like the longevity of tattoos and how some styles do last longer than others and how yeah. tattoos age. And I think if you look at, um, I think what he means by the embroidery ones is those... It's a lad from um, Brazil started doing badges, that, wasn't it? He no, stopped this... somewhere in South... I'm sure it was Brazil or somewhere in South America. It was a, a lad doing like, you know, look like Fuck embroidered... No, they look like in those embroidered patches you see on every metal kid's jackets, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and like, I, I think with, with things like that, especially with the glitter ones, and the glitter is just basically like, you know, a traditional tattoo with like lots of dots of different colour. And, and you know, he is right to a degree. Certain tattoos like that will have a lifespan and, and may not look as good as other tattoos. You know, it's like that age-old age old thing, bold will hold. And it's not necessarily true. I would say it's high contrast will hold. So if you do a tattoo, yeah, that high is contrast, is high contrast to it, yeah. doesn't have a lot of detail in it. The lines aren't really close together, like the, the fucking micro tattoos. You know, they will last a lot longer than things like the embroidered tattoos. Because a lot of them are done with just lines very close together. They've got various different colours, different colours have different like fastness and so on so i think yeah you know it's it's a it's a really valid question and we are hopefully we're gonna answer it i, I just think yeah they won't last right so i i don't agree right necessarily what i what i think is likely to happen because you we we accept the traditional style as uh, having arrived in the world of tattooing looking exactly like it does yeah now i wouldn't mind betting that if you could go back to the early days of of the birth of american traditional tattooing or traditional tattooing that it you would find that it actually looks maybe a little bit different when it was in its development phase now the truth of it is that yeah you can't know if a tattoo is going to hold up over time until you can see like a five-year-old one or a 10-year-old one right so yeah the example that i would use because it was something that was all encompassing at the time that i was kind of getting into tattooing at about 38 and that was realism now if you look at the early days of realism versus the yeah. later on so there was a few key exponents of color realism in the early days yeah. And if you look at their early tattoos versus their 10 years later tattoos, you know, the, the, the stuff they were doing once they'd seen their work coming back, what actually happens in that style is the contrast increases so that most yes. colour realists now know to put in a good amount of dark, you know, blacks black and dark colours so that if there is, you know, if the, if the skin tone is not particularly light fast and it disappears... The, the tattoo will hold up and will still read because there's enough yeah. dark values in it. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I think but, that, yeah, they may not, but, but they've got to evolve for a little bit. You know, these embroidery yeah, tattoos. Yeah, so the embroidery tattoos, right? You know, if you look at those, for example, they are made up of lots of lines of different colours that are very close together. So I think the way they will work, because... There are certain rules in tattooing that will just always be, and that is the older you get, the less integrity integrity your yeah. skin has, uh, and the more the particles yeah. of pigments within your skin are going to migrate. So I think what's going to end up happening is a lot of these patch tattoos 
over time are just going to look like just mushy, blobby messes. If you look at a lot of the traditional tattoos, the old, old traditional tattoos that would have been done with like three liners, five liners, and you look how much those lines have fucking gone and how mushed up they've gone. Yeah. And they're just like your basic fucking line work tattoos. And then when you've got like something that is made up and it's quite, you know, some of them are quite detailed. I think they look cool as fuck for Instagram. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I think like it's not one of those tattoos that, you know, you're literally going to be like when, you know, 20, 30 years time or 20 years or however long, they're going to be like, oh, what's that on your arm? Fucking Mm. grandpa or grandma or whatever you want to identify as at whatever fucking I think people identify as in the future. Um, you know, what? what is it? And it's going to be like, well, it used to be a really cool fucking yeah, badge, yeah. but now it just looks like, a, and, and, you know, take away from that, just, this is just with all the lines kind of expanding, yeah. let's say, and, and the pigment uh, uh, kind of shifting. Aging, yeah. Aging. Right, yeah. Then you've got the different colours that are used for the light fastness, especially with all the new inks that are coming out and we don't know what well, the light fastness know, is yeah. going to be like on a lot of these new pigments. So you might end up with like these weird fucking looking tattoos right that are just kind of like mushy blobs and where they would have been the fucking lines for all the like yeah. the details like the whites the yellows the oranges they're no longer there because they've been absorbed by the body and or, and, and and so on so i just think like those specific like that specific one and again with the glitter ones i've seen glitter tattoos then fresh they look great for instagram and then remember we were at that convention and we seen the we seen some of some of you done some of the glitter tattoos. Yeah, yeah. And then you look at it and it's just like, yeah, you can get white to go in the skin. I've seen white in the skin on tattoos I've done, like when it's been packed in and it's yep. still in there, it still looks good after like ten years. But then if it's just dots of lots of light colours, that's gonna end up over time just getting less glittery. And you might just end up with like a lot of like purple and blue and green yeah, dots, like d- d- or depending on what colors you use. So, so I think like it is not, you're not going to get that the same longevity with it. I don't, I, think, I, think, you, I don't think you can blanketly say that across it because for every person that will tell you, for instance, like I had a conversation with somebody that said, um, you cannot under any circumstances do a white tattoo, pure white, just line it all out in white and expect that to hold for more than a couple of years. And, and it will, will. If, but it's where I come down to this is it comes down to technique. And the example that I'll use is me and Karen got dot work tattoos on the same day by two different friends of ours who use yeah. different techniques, right? So my throat was done by my friend who uses grey values and a seven liner uh, for all of his dot work. Yeah. And Karen's hand was done by another friend of ours who only uses black ink and a three-liner. And so they're exactly the same age. And, you know, there's three years between me and my wife's age, right? So the, the skin is about the same. We live similar lifestyles, similar exposure to sunlight and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But they're both beautiful tattoos and we're, we're more than happy with them. But Karen's hand has still got a lot more integrity in the actual individual dots, you know, so, yes, okay, we, yeah. we know that ink will spread, but depending on the technique, the, the, the more accurate your technique is, the more accurate it won't spread, right? Yes. You know, um, and... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. So, mine is now looks like a really, really nice kind of textured black and grey tattoo, whereas 
Karen's still looks, you can see individual dots all done in it. And it's because it's all done with dot spacing. So my thought is that the guys that are currently doing, you know, the glitter tattoos and the embroidery tattoos, the ones that really, really suss it out and like see it come back and make the changes. Yeah. I think in the future, they'll be the people who do those tattoos and they just stay exactly like that because they'll be like, okay, I need to, I need to not use that make of okra. I'm going to use At this. At the end of the day, better, you know what I mean? the lines will spread. It don't matter how fucking good you are as a tattooist. You could be the fucking Michelangelo of the fucking tattoo industry or whatever. You could be the best in the world doing. Your lines are still going to spread. Your colours are still going to fucking fade over time. That's just how it works. It but I think is the, what it you, is. The better your technique... You just, like, just like water is wet. Yeah, but the better your technique, yeah, you minimise the, the spreading of the lines. You know, if your technique is really to good... A to a, to no, a degree... I don't, I, and you, there still, there still will be some. Because, yeah, because but I think uh, the better your lining technique, um, and the more you work on it, and this goes back to us talking about continually improving and seeing your tattoos come back. Be super critical of your own work, and how can I improve? And how can I get, you know, two percent better? If you push and push and push and get to the place where you know you line like a motherfucker, right? Um, your lines will spread less yeah. than the two-year-ago version of you. You know what I mean? Now, it doesn't mean that they ah, won't but, all thicken because that is an but, inalienable truth, but you can minimise that. this is the other side of it. It's not just down to how you tattoo and how much you've honed your technique and how good you are or whatever. You know, it's, like I said, there, there are certain rules in place, like like lines will, lines will spread regardless of how good you are. Ink will fade regardless of how good you are because it's down to things that are out of your control. So how much um, exposure sunlight. to sunlight somebody has, how well someone looks after their skin. You could have two people next to each other that are the same age, like two 56-year-olds, same age as Paul, standing next to each other. What Both had, both had the same tattoo done by the same artist when they were 20 years old. Now, one has led a really fucking good, clean, healthy lifestyle. That one's not And mine. their skin condition is still outstandingly good. The other one... They've had fucking uh, rock and roll lifestyle. Right. So maybe the, <laughs> do you mean their body is not as, it not hasn't aged as well. So they haven't got as much integrity in their skin and so on. Biteable. I think I still look pretty good. You know, not too bad. It's all the filters it is. Um, it's all the Vaseline <laughs> on the lens. Yeah. But do, do you get what I'm saying? It's like, it's, so it's yeah, not just down mean. to like how good you are as an artist. It's down to many, many factors. But I think it all boils down to that one thing of like, so in our shop, no, we say I, to people, but, so, hang on, but ultimately, it, we, what we say to people is like, in our shop, there's we have minimum sizes that we do stuff for the longevity of the tattoo because we know that fucking regardless of how good we are, certain tattoos will end up blobbing out. There's, I've, I've put like a pic, few pictures up the other day of like all these micro tattoos that are done by really good artists. And guess what? They all look like, Bags of shit after a fucking couple of years, and yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, you can you can then turn around and make a blanket statement that no micro tattoo will heal. But no, they will I heal. guarantee there's I guarantee there's one out there or, or hold up over time. I guarantee there's one out there that's ten years old that still looks great. 
Yeah, I, I think, yeah, you know I, I, mean? I think like the integrity of a tattoo is not necessarily related to, I use time just because it's easier to, you know, to, to, to show or convey it. But yeah. I think tattoo integrity is not necessarily just based on how long the tattoo has been done for, but how old the person is. Do, do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, you yeah. know, you, so, so say for example, you can have a tattoo done when you're 20. Like I've got tattoos on me and the line work I had when I was 19 and the line work is still thin. So I'm thinking like, I'm guessing that maybe when I get into my like late fifties, yep. early sixties, that yep. is when the integrity of the line work, you know, if, if I don't look after myself, that's when the integrity of the line work and so on will start to kind of really show on the lines I will migrate more. I think that's the point in your life where you have to start um, as a tattooist. I tattoo a lot of Blacking people. out your arm. I, no, I tattoo a lot of people around that age. I think if it's if it's in and healed, it'll stay put, right? If, mm-hmm. if you, you got the tattoo done when you were 19, then I think it'll stay. But I think if you get the tattoo at 55 then it comes down to the skill of the artist putting it in. Like I tattoo a lot of people in their 50s and early 60s. Um, and it is a it is a different uh, game, that is. 100%. You know, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot to be taken into consideration. Like the skin will not stand as much of a hammering as it might have done when, when the client was 19 or 20. You know, and I think that... Um, I think that's part of it. Also, the, you know, the age, general health of your client will affect all of that. But yeah. I don't think it's fair to turn around and go, oh, none of these micro tattoos will ever heal. And the, the, the truth will be in five years' time, when they you start seeing them five years old, they've gone through a normal but, aging okay, process, so from it- then we'll, we'll be able to start assessing it. It's like every new style that comes out, that's always the thing, oh, yeah, but will it heal? And it's like, I, well, I look at it from a more technical, yeah, but I look at it from more of a, like I say, like a technical aspect and, and from experience of like looking at how lines work, how lines age, because a line is a fucking line, regardless of if it's like a centimetre or a fucking five centimetre long, centimetre long line. Inks are inks. They they will age regardless of how you put them in. They, they have that like fastest. There is these rules. And like, even looking at my tattoos, like some of the ones that I had done when I was like 19, when I first started getting tattooed, like, yeah, the lines and that are still good on some of them, but you can see that they have blurred out slightly. So, yeah, but I've- you do have to factor in how quickly all of our equipment in the last 20 years, our equipment has, is un fucking recognisable yeah. now. So at the point of when you put it in, you might be more precise, less trauma is going to be caused, you know, so it might make them last that little bit longer. But I yeah. still think that, like, if you take a traditional rose, like design-wise, regardless of how it's tattooed, a traditional rose and one of these patch tattoos, side yeah. by side, tattoo them on the same person, and you you fucking watch how they age, I guarantee yeah. you that the fucking rose will look better after 20 years than the patch will. And that's but my just, point is but my point is that the the technique of the patchwork is brand new and the rose has had a hundred years of development no, because the technique is the same and refining the technique won't have been the same no, at the very the, beginning the, 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 the yeah, guys will have you know the 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 technology the technology is constantly evolving and also the techniques the are constantly involve, evolving nah, i i do disagree because yeah, you're lining a rose, right, with the same line. I don't think line. so. I think our technique, I think the way you put a line in today versus the way you would have put a line in in 1920 would oh, be fucking yeah, different. Yeah, obviously in 1920, but at the same time, 
but at the same time, you're still... No, it's not fair to take a, a piece of artwork that's had a hundred years of development by artists to make sure that it holds. Yeah, I'm Who can come back that. every ten years and go, are we on the right direction? It's not fair to then take a brand new idea and and go, well, that's that's never going to hold up. It's like, well, give give me a hundred years of developing the techniques and the, the technology to go with it, and I guarantee yeah, I it know. will fucking hold in a hundred years' time. It fucking still comes down to... The rules, the, the the fucking rules. It's just like, you no know, like Zombieland, like the, the rules. Yeah, but the no, rules the have rules, changed. There are certain rules that will never change. Like I said, just like water will always be wet, lines will always spread. Ink will always fade. Certain colours will fade more than others. You, certain colours will last longer than others. There are these rules in place, regardless For all of, you know, for all you know, somebody out there is going to, in, in, you know invent an ink that's guaranteed not to spread. They find some new process for making Just it. Just fucking stickers um, that you put on your I arm was every literally day. Talking, I was literally talking to Rob yesterday, uh, no, a few days ago, and he's developing his Electrum cartridge range with, with uh, needle stabilisation in the cartridges. Now, this is already on a machine that vibrates a lot less than a coil machine. It's a lot straighter. And now that if you've got stabilised cartridges... That means that thing is as straight as it is possible to be. And we don't know what the next 50 years of development could be. There could there could be stuff yeah. coming up. You could have laser-guided fucking could, needles for could. all I know but in the next know 20 years. Once that fucking ink is in that body, the body takes over and the fucking ink will fucking migrate at some point and the lines will thicken out. Yeah, but what happens if the what happens if the cha- if the ink is changed to the point where it's not even fucking liquid going in the skin? You don't know. They could they could invent it's some not kind liquid. of liquid. It's powder that's held in a li- it's but it's a powder held in a liquid solution. And it's the powder powdered well, particles they, that are getting could... getting taken away. Yeah, but in the next few years, they could invent it so that it's not even liquid. It goes in like a gel. It would, yeah. You know, and but, it stays but, like that but, forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you but then know. all you've got there is a gel, right, that will have a fucking powder because the liquid is just the carrier fluid of the fucking ink, right? The ink is a powder that is left sitting in your skin. Neither of us are scientists, by the way. We don't that, fucking know what we're talking about. This one about. we do. We spoke to ink manufacturers. I, I just think that, carrier you fluid. know, if you... If you're going to take, you know, traditional traditional tattoos stay in the skin and they, they hold their integrity, but they've had at least 100 years' worth of trial and error That's down to design-wise, though, isn't it? trial and error designs. Yeah. So, so all right, so what if you... What will happen if, is if, if you it go will on, mature. They'll have to get bigger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, So, so for example, if you when I, when I was saying about, like, the, the, the minimum size, like, yeah. we do minimum size on tattoos because certain tattoos below a certain size, we know through experience, that they will not age well and they will not look yeah. good in X amount of time. Yeah. And I, I, we had a really good one the other day in the shop, actually, where somebody came in to get tattooed. We've got, I think one of our first magazine features is up on the wall where Nipper done some tattoo on some, some woman's back and it was like a bit of writing on it. And this is only like fucking like eight years on and you want to see how fucking much the line work has spread. Like the fresh tattoo looks fucking mint. Clean lines. Yep. Eight years later, you, she's like, you, you can barely fucking see it. But so what I'm what I'm getting at is like, when people are doing these small tattoos of the you know the the stitch ones, for example, it's like, okay, if you want to progress that and you want to make it last longer in the skin and so on, then you're going to need to do things like make the design bigger. 
Yeah. Do you mean in order and and then speak? Have, so and then by do you, doing do you know that, what my biggest do you know what my biggest problem with this is that I I think that this conversation and this conversation's gone on in the world of tattooing forever. You know, it'll never heal, and it's this, that, and the other. I what I what I dislike about it is that it's um, it's very limiting of tattooing. I think that tattooing can go anywhere uh, and it can do anything, regardless of what people tell us. And it's down to the skill of the artist to work with within the medium yeah. and figure it out. Like, like there's so many great tattoos out there that are, that are sussing completely new ideas out. And I don't like, you know, the, the, the you know the kind of typical generic old old fashioned tattooist that goes, oh, it'll never heal. And I'm like, if you give them the chance to develop that technique and to try it and to and to suss it out. Yeah. I I genuinely believe that you know we've got you know we've probably got more amazing tattooists in the world of tattooing now than ever before. Oh, you know, 100%. There's some fucking incredible and but all that needs to happen is this, there, there will always be a, an amount of them that are doing it purely for TikTok and those yeah, tattoos and, won't and stick around. But, but yeah. there'll be there will be some people that really love the style that they're putting together and and really will work on it and work on it and work yeah. on it and we'll get it to a point. And the only thing that I, I don't like to hear is that kind of thing where people go, oh, well, don't don't bother with that because it will never do this. I'm like, well, it, it will it will definitely never do that if we never try and we don't put... And yeah, no, I, I, I don't get what like, you're saying. You know, I, I love traditional work, right? But I don't like the idea of standing still. All, all art forms have to move forward. Now, the yeah. thing with our art form is our canvas goes on holiday and, you know, gets bit by yeah. a dog and, you know, and, and has bad diet and all that sort of stuff. And we're constantly working with a living canvas that's, yeah. you know, that's got a life and, and all that sort of stuff. So um, it takes a few years of doing something to develop it, see it come back and go, you know, that, that needs a bit more black in it or a bit more dark or I was about I to see to do that those in, lines like- differently. You know so, what I mean? like, just like, just off the top of my head, like, as you know, we, we've had a few people coming in for those, and like, I think when it comes to tattoos, like the the stitch ones and the glitter ones, I feel like those tattoos, yes, while they will not age well as they are now, yeah. because of all the rules of tattooing, which are unavoidable, line spread, yeah, color fades. They are, they are. Yeah. What I think needs to happen is from a design perspective and also letting the clients know they need to design these tattoos with all of that in mind and then make sure that when the tattoo is at that point where the line spread, everything blows out or whatever, you know, not blows out, sorry, uh, line spread, colours fade, that it will still look like a relatively good tattoo. And I think that's where the high contrast stuff comes yeah. into play so i mean that's that's the thing that you know that will never change is that you know tattooing does need to be a high contrast medium yeah. because you know the skin is quite a hostile place for ink and, in, yeah. and like anything that requires a lot of integrity um it's why you know big like scale tattoos are always going to work better um the more scale you've got in the tattoo the easier it is to get those details to hold um but i i do think that you know, you if you if we could fast forward a hundred years, um, and those you know those, those kind of embroidery tattoos are are now part of the canon of yeah. modern tattooing, 
if you go forward 100 years, somebody will have figured it out and done that. Because if you look at the... I mean, I've seen some dreadful versions of colour realism, like just just all falling apart. There's no integrity in it. You can only just yeah. about make out that it was supposed to be a face once, right? But you fast forward a few years from that style and colour realistic tattoos now, they, they age really well. Yeah, okay, yeah. they're subject to a bit of fading and blurring like all tattoos. But, uh, as things do. But the, the colour realists who, who are really into that have figured out the amount of saturation and the scale thing and how much black needs yeah. to be in the tattoo, you know. But, but then I, mean, I think that goes down to then, like if you look at it, like we said, the scale, you know, so if you translate that through to one of these patches, right, it is going to be difficult to to get the same effect as the patches. Yeah. Even if you scale it up, those lines need to be really close together. So I think it's just one of those ones where... I think you just need to accept that maybe at the minute it's one of those tattoos that, you know, it may not look good in 20 years time. It may not look good I in think, 30 years time. Do you know what I think best case scenario would be? If I was if I was tasked with doing one of those embroidery tattoos, what I would be looking to do is get it in such a way that in 10 years time, if all of the texture's gone, that it would just look like I'd just put solid colour in. Yeah, yeah. It just flattens out like a cartoon. Like you lose yeah. the texture after ten years, but like you still maintain it looks like a flat cartoon tattoo. Like so if you lose all of the little ridges between the embroidery, there's still a nice flat tone in there of colour. Hopefully. That that to me would be um And then you've that, got to figure out then be like a good case scenario, you know. Yes, but then with that you've got to figure out like which colours and I think we touched on this when we t- spoke to Jesse Smith, like back in when we first started the channel. Back in the day. Back yeah. in the day, in the good old days, um, you know, he was saying he was going doing like loads of tests because a lot of his yeah. tattoos that he done X amount of years ago were coming back, and a lot of lot of certain colours came out. And like I've experienced that over the last few years, where tattoos that I yeah. done like eight nine years ago, certain colours are just not there anymore, and that's got fuck all to do with technique because the other colours are there. It's purely down to the pigment that's used and the actual colour. And that yeah. it just, it's one of them things, it fucking happens. And I think it's like, it's not like, and again, this isn't like rubbishing. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not rubbishing that style. I do think patches look cool. I'm just They'd coming at it from a fucking, fucking super cool. a, a logical, right? Logically, yeah. looking at the rules of tattooing, logically, you would look at that fucking design that is done with, like, say, a multicolored patchwork design. And you're going to be like, that's not going to look like that in fucking 10, 15 years time because certain colours are going to be gone, certain lines are going to spread out. So it's not going to hold up as well as other tattoos will. And I mean, that's I've where- certainly, you know, over the last 15 years, I've I've certainly, um, like, once I started seeing my tattoos come back, then I could start the process of, okay... Uh, I need to do that differently if I want that to hold for longer. Yeah. I need to I need to put more of that, less of that, you know. And um, I, I don't really worry about um, you know Instagram ready kind of pictures for tattoos. I put tattoos in so that you know they, when I do them on the day they they're red and they bleed and you know all the fucking things that tattoos have always done, right? Yeah, because um, things because are the, red. Because the truth of it is, when it comes back, all of that redness is gone, and it has hopefully stopped fucking bleeding. Because if it hasn't, we're in big trouble. But you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's a, that's the mad thing about that, though. It's like when people you see people in like forums all the time going like, "Oh, how do I get the redness out of the towel?" It's like you've stabbed somebody in the fucking arm with needles thousands of times. Mm, it's going it to be just fucking is what it red, is, right? You know, I mean, there's like 
that's going to... One of my favourite black and grey artists, I think his username on Instagram is Fred Tattoo or something like that. Yeah. You know, oh, is he the Spanish guy or Portuguese guy or something? I think so, yeah. I mean, I, I saw him... I think I saw him the last time I was at London at the Tobacco Dock convention or the, or the time before I was at Tobacco Dock. And is he the one who does the funny videos? Um, I don't know. I don't really get on the internet very much, you know, it is. Um, but, like, I saw him tattooing in real life. And he was doing a forearm piece, and from the you know from the wrist to the the ditch of the arm was fucking cherry red. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because every bit of it's been touched by a needle, but like you look at his work healed, and it looks amazing, and all the tones are there, and it looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, but it it was it was really red on the day, and I imagine probably stayed that way for a few days afterwards. And I mean that is that's another truth of tattooing is if if you. You know, you've got to put it in and allow for, like, I'm going to be working with some redness. redness and the yeah. older your clients get, the more redness you're going to be working with, right? Yeah. And you just have to see past that. You know, you get to this point where you, you you know, you just don't see it anymore. You know, it's almost like you've got you a, a fucking desaturating filter in your eyeballs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that, right, is where I've always said to the boys in the shop, and I think I said it to you as well, it's like, this is, a situation like that is where you just need to trust your pigments. So when it comes to people that go red and I always used to hear people saying back in the day when I used to go to conventions it's like they'd be like oh well what I'm gonna do and I personally think right that this was just an excuse so they could have a fucking fag they'd be like so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do a little bit of tattooing on you and then I'm gonna have a tonal break tonal and I'm like break. what the fuck's a tonal break and they're like well what I'm I gonna do that. is I'm gonna I'm gonna let the tattoo settle down for 10-15 minutes just to see what my tones are like and I'm like trust your pigments you have fucking black extra dark dark medium light extra light you should know how they fucking heal you know what parts of the tattoo are going to be black yeah. you know what parts of the tattoo are going to be gray light gray medium gray or whatever trust your pigments do your fucking job don't worry about taking fucking tonal bricks and when it heals if you're fucking doing your job properly and you trust your pigments, yeah. it will fucking look fine. Yeah, I mean, I think this is this is something that's come up in, you know, the, the modern era of tattooing where, you know, we do have to feed the Instagram beast and, and everybody wants to to have, yeah. you know, a, a, a fresh tattoo looking finished and healed and all done and all that sort of stuff. And I, and I do, and I get it, people are under a lot of pressure to do that. But I do think that leads to people tattooing a little bit too yeah. lightly. Do you know one thing? I think people... You know, to, with, a, with an effort to make it look less red, less angry. The, the, the simple truth is all the good black and grey stuff that I've seen that's, that's come back with all the tones and it looking beautiful, it's red, red as fuck. You know, I mean, that's just yeah. the way it is. You know, you spend six hours in an area the size of your fist putting three or four tones of grey in plus black, like... You, you know, redness happens. The, it just the other is what thing it is, then right? is like people that are so concerned about their tattoos looking red, especially when they go to conventions, end up spending two days on a black and grey tattoo the size of a palm. And when you look at it and you're just like, that it's overworked. overworked. It's undersaturated because you're just worried about the redness. It's like, fucking don't worry about it. Do you think, though, some, some people worry that because their tattoo goes red, that, you know, people are going to think they've got terrible technique or something like that and that they're a rubbish tattooer. You know, I think no, some well, people, you know, people, some people get worried about that, you know, because of the, you know, the kind of criticisms that, oh, like, look at that and, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And I'm, I'm like, you've you got to kind of not worry about it, you know. Maybe we should do an, uh, an episode about not comparing yourself to other people. 
you know, because I, I never do that. You know, I compare myself to me yesterday. You know, it's as simple as that. It's much mentally much healthier for you. A lot of people need to understand, public people, tattooists, especially the younger generation of tattooists that haven't got as much time under their belts, is you need to understand that tattoos are for life and not just for Instagram. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because what, what matters the most is how that tattoo looks when it comes back healed. Yeah. You could do the tattoo and it's got fuck all redness in it and it looks fucking great for Instagram. It's going to come back and then maybe you've got to, you know, do yeah. uh, another pass on it because you haven't saturated it properly. Or you could do the tattoo. It looks red on the day, but you've got all of that ink in. You've got it done efficiently, the right technique. And then when the tattoo comes back healed... Oosh, well, the other side lovely. of that is, you know, you could do a beautiful Instagram tattoo, um, but the, when it heals, the client's unhappy with it and you never see them again. Or you could do it, you could do a, re- a tattoo that's a little bit red on the day, but by the time it comes back, it's healed and set up beautifully and it, and it stays yeah. in, doesn't need any touch-ups, all that sort of stuff, and the client keeps coming back for the rest of your career. And that's kind of how tattoo careers are built. You know, it's it's like... If you speak to most of the, the kind of bigger artists, they open their books and, you know, 60, 70% yeah. of their work is repeat work yeah. from people that are so happy what, with what they've received, they just go back. And it's not when you go to a barber's, you get a good haircut, you go back to that barber because he cuts your hair good, you know. So um, I had, a, you know, an email from a client's his first session. I've never tattooed him before. So I did the tattoo. Um, my tattoos sometimes are a bit weird because they're really layered. So, like, I had to explain to him, this is one of those tattoos where I've got to tattoo the top layer, which is essentially the background, but so the main element from the tattoo is not there. So I just ended up putting a load yeah. of, like, ink splats and flowers all up his arm um, and then gave him my aftercare. He emailed me two days later and said... Fuck man, you're like some kind of wizard. This tattoo's like healing amazing. And I was like, no, it's yeah. not wizardry. I've just been doing this for a long time. I know exactly how to heal my own tattoos. I give you good advice and I tell you what products to use. I give you the products to use with it, you know, yeah. H2 Ocean, Aftercare Cream, something like Dermalized Film. Um, because in my experience, they work the best with what and I do. Aftercare creams? Yeah, other films. Dermore's really good, you know, that Rob makes. And there's a couple of other really good films, you know. But. But I think that that's another part of it, you know, a good experience, getting a tattoo, and then and that guy's like absolutely like buzzing to come back and get the next section of it. And, and I'm, I'm pretty certain that we get to the end of the tattoo, which is about half a sleeve, um, you know, all the way around, that, you know, before we get to the end of it, normally what yeah. happens is they're booking in for the whole bottom half, right? So, and that's how, that's how we build careers. Um, you don't build a career off of a massive Instagram following. You can build a big following, get some sponsorships and things like that, but yeah. your career you is the people them, that come through the door every day. Treat in them the with pouring respect. fucking rain. Yeah, you got to treat them with like absolute respect. Uh, and so with that, we've rambled on long enough about this. Uh, I think what I was trying to tell you is that what we've figured yeah. out is uh, all tattoos will heal. Uh, the Whether they hold up over a period of time, a lifetime, will really come down to the attention to detail of the artists that are putting them in and, and the developing clients. the techniques for putting them in, maintaining the contrast and, you know, playing within the rules yeah. of the game. I, 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 I think realistically, right, there's so many factors involved into how a tattoo will, will age. It's never going to be answered until 20 to 30 The years answer time. is, will this tattoo style heal? Only time will tell. 
And with that, this has been That Tattoo Show. Yeah. I've been Paul. And I have been Chris. And we will come back to this on episode 3475 <laughs> to let you know. <laughs> to let you know. You know, we're, we're, right, we're back. <laughs> right, we were talking about this 27 years ago. You know, yeah, we'll see how it goes. And so with that, tell the lawyer, tell the judge, tell the priest, tell the tattooist to uh, take care and keep an eye on your tattoos coming back and hopefully everything will be absolutely awesome. If not, you'll have to do a contrast pass. That's because that's what the kids mm. call it. <laughs> yeah, or laser removal or just black it out. Okay. Or just black it out. Come see me if you want to get it blacked out because I'm doing a little line in blackout tattoos. I'm starting a few of them next year. I'm really looking forward to that. And so we'll see you next week um, in... A brand new setting. A new office. Hopefully. If not, then I'll, I'll probably be recording it in my garden because I, I won't have finished it yet. Don't worry, the lamp is coming with me. So the lamp will feature back and I'll be in a brand I new setting. I feel like set. I should get a lamp behind me by day. Like. Yeah, I think you should get, you know, I like mm. my paisley lamp because I'm a fucking hippie and I... We'll see you next mm. week, guys. Take care. Tati bye. Mm.